Sechet Pesachim begins, Or la'avasar bo'tkim etachametz or'aner. On the eve of the 14th, Erev Pesach, we do b'dikas chametz or'aner. This uh, Mishnah talks about this man that Chazal, the Chachamim were kovea for the mitzvah of b'dikas chametz. It's a mitzvah midrabanan, midoraisa, you can do bitl chametz, but midrabanan, the zechiv of b'dika. Uh, and they were talking that this b'dika should be done or la'avasar the eve of Erev Pesach. The question comes up, what happens if one wants to do B'dika before the 14th? To what extent is it possible? Is it not possible? What happens if he has no choice and he has to do it beforehand? So, before going into detail, the major study that discusses this, let's take a look at a Gemara on Daphdal and Ralef. The Gemara on Daphdal and Ralef discusses a, the point in which the Chiyuv B'dika is Chal, the point in which the obligation of doing B'dika's Chametz uh, is incurred on the, on, on the person. The Gemara talks about a masker versus a socher, uh, a landlord and a tenant. What happens if somebody rented a house or an apartment on the 14th itself, the 13th, the 14th? At what point does, does the chiyuv transfer over to the tenant? Or at what point is the landlord obligated to do the vidika? So the Gemara says, Tanina Hamasker bais lechavero. If somebody rents a house to his friend, im adshelo masala maftechos chal abasar. If the zman of bedikas chametz, the eve of abasar, is before he gave over the keys, al hamasker libdok. Then it's the obligation of the maskir to do the bedika. The, the maskir, in other words, the landlord. The imisha masala maftechos. However, if he gave him the keys to the apartment before the eve of the fourteenth. Then the tenant has to do the bedika. So this Gemara seems to indicate that not only is the time for the bedika on the eve of the 14th, Orla Basar, but the chiv of bedika is chal at that point. In other words, at what point is the chiv bedika chal? It's chal Orla Basar. Therefore, Orla Basar is the critical time for you know the, the mitzvah of bedika's chametz. This Gemara has to be viewed in light of a different Gemara, and the Gemara there talks about somebody who goes on a trip before Pesach and will not be home or la basar. What is he supposed to do? The Gemara says as follows: Amrav Yehuda Amarav. Gemara and Davavam Ralef in Pesachim. Hamefarish vayotze b'shayrav. Somebody goes on a on a boat. He goes on a he goes on a on, on a trip. Kodem shloshim yom. If he leaves bef- thirty days before Pesach, in other words, before Purim. Ein zakuk then he has no chiyuv to do bedika. Toshol <coughs> yom. However, if it's after perm, within the thirty-day period, uh, that's uh, close to Pesach, Then before he leaves, he has to do bedika and beer chametz. Amra baye. We'll skip a baye for now. El amarava. That which we said, that if you leave before 30 days, before Purim, you don't have to do B'dika. That was only said in a situation where you have no intention of coming back during Pesach. If you do plan on coming back uh, on Pesach, even if you began your trip on Rosh Hashanah, you have to do Bir Chametz. So apparently, the question of if you plan on going back, that has nothing to do with the Chiv Bidika. That's simply a question 
of you know, practicality. If you will be in this house on Pesach, you don't want to be in a house that's full of chametz. You know, Shema Yavol Echol, you might eat it. If, they, if, if, if all the closets are filled with chametz, and you are in the house, and the closets are enclosed, and you didn't sell the chametz, so you're, you're, you're in the proximity of, of, of chametz, and we don't want that situation. Whether you're over by Yerav, by, by Matzah, since you didn't have the opportunity of getting rid of it, that's another question. But the point is, maybe it's by Yerav, by Yerav, and, and but certainly there's a Chashash Achila. And therefore, a Chacham in a Barosho, if you know that you're going to be returning home on Pesach itself, so make sure that you get rid of the Chacham before you go out, before you travel, even if it's before Rosh Hashanah. But that has nothing to do with the Chiv or the Mitzvah of Bedika. That's simply Chacham in a Barosho, to be aware of you know how the future is going to unfold and prepare yourself for that future. You don't want to return home on Pesach to a house that's full of chametz. The question is, what's the difference between thirty days within thirty days and before thirty days? If you don't plan on coming back, if it's within thirty days, you have to do bedika. If it's before thirty days, you don't have to do bedika. So the question is, you know, what, what's going on over here? So. It would appear that you know the, the, the simple way of explaining the Gemara here is that actually it, it would appear that the Gemara here looks at thirty days as the critical period. In other words, at what point is the Chiyuv B'dikah Chal? It's Chal thirty days before Pesach, and so if you left before that thirty-day period, so you didn't have the obligation to do B'dikah. If the thirty-day period already already came. So you're chayvim bedika. So even if you leave, you have to do bedika. If so, the Gemara and Daf Vav contradicts the Gemara and Daf Dalit. Daf Dalit, we saw that the critical period is Orla Basar. That's when the chayvim bedika is chal. And on Daf Vav, apparently the chayvim bedika is chal thirty days before before Pesach. So the simple way of dealing with this contradiction is if we would claim that the truth is that the chayvim bedika is chal or la basar. The 30-day period has nothing to do with the Chiyuv B'dika. The 30-day period has to do with whether you can claim extraneous circumstances, whether you can claim that you are honest and not being able to do B'dika. Because you are Chayv to Ibodek, your house, or La'abasar, whether you're home or whether you're not home. If you're not home, you say, listen, I couldn't do it, I was honest. It was out of my control. I had no way of getting back. I was on the other side of the globe. I was, in the, I was in a cruise in the middle of the ocean. I couldn't get back, and therefore, why did I not do B'dika or La'abasa? Because I'm in Anus, Anus Rachmana Patri. You can't hold me responsible for things that are out of my control. Well, was it really out of your control? If you left a day before Pesach, and I, a day before Erev Pesach, and now Erev Pesach, my gosh, you can't do B'dika. Was that out of your control? You willingly left home a day before Pesach and put yourself volitionally in a situation whereby you can't do B'dika. Can I say that was out of your control and you have a tour of onus? Not necessarily. Therefore, what one could say is that when we're dealing with the period before 30 days, that means that that's the period in which it's not within the proximity of Pesach one doesn't have to consider Pesach, and one doesn't have to take Pesach into account. One can leave without thinking, you know, of what will be when Erev Pesach comes along. Will he be home? Will he not be home? 
when you book your, your, your flight and you plan on leaving 30 days, more than 30 days before Pesach, you don't have to think about where you're going to be on Erev Pesach. Halachically, categorically, you don't, it's not the period in which you have to take Pesach into account. We say, Shloshim Yom Kon Machag, Sholim Vidoshim Binyanei Pesach. In other words, once we're within that 30-day period, one has to begin to think and to learn and to study you know, the laws of Pesach. So that's the period in which is in the proximity of Pesach in which one is forced to take Pesach into account. One cannot, cannot ignore that Pesach is coming. So if we are within that 30-day period and you know Pesach is coming, you're aware of it, and you leave and you don't do Bedika, then when Erev Pesach comes around and you're Chayiv and Bedika, you don't have a Torah onus. So what you should do is make sure you clean the house so that there be no chametz in the house before you leave. And then when Pesach arrives, that house is not Chayiv and Bedika because it's a Makom She'in Bo Chametz. However, if you leave more than 30 days before Pesach, then you didn't have to take Pesach into account. Erev Pesach arrives and you have to do Bedika but you're not around. Anusach Manapatre. I left when I didn't have to think about Pesach. Now Pesach came and I'm not able to do the Vedika. So what you do is you do Bittol Chametz, Mavatol Chametz, Belibo. You just do Bittol and that solves the problem of Bayra, Bayra, Torah, and everything is fine. So according to this approach, the Chiyu Vedika is Chal when is Chal or Abbasar. The 30 days is a question of the period in which you have to take Pesach into account. Okay. But there's a Ravya that seems to understand um, that the Chiyuvadika is Chal, not on Arla Abbasa, the Chiyuvadika is Chal 30 days before. He gives a case where one was living in, he rented a house from a guy. Yisrael Hayotzi in Beis Ovid Kacham Tokshol Shemyom Tzarek Levayer, Shemitzvah Mutelas Al Yisrael Kshayotzei. You are living in a, in, a, in a house of a guy. If you leave that house within 30 days, you have to do B'dika before you leave. Now, in this case, you know, when Erev Pesach comes, you're not living in the house of a guy. The house belongs to a guy. The guy is not Mutsuve in, 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 uh, in B'dika. You know, it's not a problem of Anus. So apparently, once 30 days have arrived, you are Mishayiv in B'dika's Chametz. You leave the house and you have nothing, no place to do B'dika, so do B'dika before you leave. Because the Chiv was Chal on you, the obligation of B'dika was Chal on you 30 days before, before Pesach. So if you leave the house of the guy before 30 days, you don't have to do anything. You're not Chayv in B'dika. But if when, <coughs> when Purim arrived, you were in the house of the guy, you leave only afterwards, you were Chayv in B'dika. Now you're going to leave the house and you won't have any way of being Mekai in the midst of Medika. So you better do Medika before you leave. The Beis says this explicitly. Once 30-day period has arrived, Chachamu will mitzavi you to do Medika. And therefore, you have to do B'dika even on the house of the guy. Even though the guy is not chayv and bayi rabbi matzeh, but you have an obligation to do B'dika. So apparently, the, you know, this, you know, according to this, how are we going to deal with the Gemara Daftalit? That seems to say that the critical factor is Orla Abbasar. 
So I would imagine that the distinction that has to be made according to the Rav Yah is between the Chiv Bedika that's Chal on the Gavra. You are Chayv and Bedika because you were living in a house 30 days before before Pesach. If you would leave the house of a guy and rent another house, then you would do Bedika on the second house. You don't have to do Bedika Dafka in the house of a guy. But if you leave the house of a guy and you have no place to do Bedika, now you're leave, living by, by a friend. And you're not, there's no place that you have to do Bedika. Now you go on a trip and there's no place that you can do Bedika since you as a Gavra were Chayv and Bedika, do the Bedika, be Mekayim the Mitzvah Bedika in the house of the guy before you leave. On the other hand, if you leave house A and go to house B, then you can do Bedika on house B and you're Chova. So regarding which particular house I have to do Bedika on, that's Orla Abbasar. Abbasar has his own home and he also has this, home, this, this, this apartment that he rents. Who has to do Bedika on this apartment, whether it has to be the Masker or the Socher, on this particular apartment, depends on who that apartment, who had the keys of that, that apartment on Orla Abasa. But whether the person in general was Chayib in Bedika, that's Nikva 30 days before, before Pesach. Okay, so basically what we've seen is that the first approach says that the Chayib Bedika is Chal or Abasa. If you're living within 30 days, you simply clean your house, but not the mitzvah but you clean the house so that you shouldn't be mechuyiv in bedika when Orla Abasa arrives. But if you clean your house now, you're not really the mitzvah. On the other hand, the, the, according to the Rav Yah, you became mechuyiv in the mitzvah of bedika 30 days before Pesach. And when you do bedika within that 30-day period, you're becoming the mitzvah of bedika. Orla Abasa is only in order to define who is Chayev in which particular house. But whether you're Chayev or not, that was already Mikvah 30 days before. In other words, if you were Chayev then, you have to do, you have to, you have to, you have If you didn't have a house 30 days before and later on you get a house, of course, you know, the, the Chayev will come, will come later on. Okay? There's an interesting Yushalmi that also seems to indicate that the Chiyu B'dik is Chal 30 days before before uh, Pesach. It depends how you read Yushalmi. Yushalmi says, Hayotze v'faresh kodem shloshem yom eno tzarech livdok. Similar to the Bavli. If you leave before 30 days, you don't have to do B'dikah. Betoch shloshem yom tzarech livdok. Till now everything is fine. Then the Yushalmi continues, Hadid atem rabbishiyesh taitol achzor. When is this true? That you that if you leave before 30 days, you don't have to do B'dika. This is the opposite of the Bavli. If even if you leave before 30 days, you don't have, you, you have to do B'dika. You know, that, it's just it's exactly against what we have in the, in the Bavli. When you hide before 30 days, only if you plan on coming back. And here it says if you don't plan on coming back. So there are a number of ways of interpreting Yushalmi. What I would suggest is that Daito Lachsar of the Yushalmi is not referring to coming back on Pesach. It's referring to coming back before Pesach. If you leave, <coughs> if you leave your house within 30 days of Pesach, you could do Bidika now even though you plan on coming back before Pesach. Because once 30 days has arrived, you can become the mitzvah of Bidika. But if you leave your house before 30 days, and you don't plan on returning before Pesach, but only on Pesach, then you shouldn't do B'dikah before you leave. 
I'm sorry. If you plan on arriving on Pesach, then you can do Bidika before you leave. But if you plan on, on returning before Pesach, before Pesach, don't do Bidika now before 30 days, because if you do Bidika before 30 days, it's only cleaning the house, but you're not making the midst of Bidika. However, if you do Bidika within 30 days, if you leave within 30 days, even though you plan on returning before Pesach, you can do the Bidika now, because you're making the midst of Bidika. At least according to this reading of the Yishalmi, Yishalmi will be similar to the Rav Yah, that the Chiyuv Bedika is Chal within 30 days. And when you do Bedika, it's not just cleaning and preventing the Chiyuv Bedika from arriving, but it's Bimakayim, the Misa of Bedika's Chametz, once you're within the 30-day period of Pesach. Okay. Um, the Nafkamina you know, would it be whether you make a bracha or don't make a bracha when you do Vedika when you, before 30 days. The Ritva says that if you uh, do Vedika before 30 days, then you do make a bracha. You know, within 30 days, you make a bracha, I'm sorry. Within 30 days, you make a bracha. And according to the Mikhtam, and that's how the Ramah Paskins, you only make a bracha if you do Vedika on Erev Pesach. So the question is, when you do this Vedika, is it cleaning, or is it the Mitzvah of Vedika? According to the Mikhtam, only Erev Pesach is the Mitzvah of Vedika. Well, according to the Ritva, you say, Asher Krisham Sivanu, I'll be your Chameitz, even if you're, if you're within 30 days of Pesach. You know, those are the two different positions that we saw uh, beforehand. Another Nafkamina might be whether you do Vedika or Haner, should you use a candle or can you use a flashlight? And that depends on how you view uh, using a candle. Is using a candle the way in which Chazal, when we're talking in Mitzvah, because in those days, the candle might have been the most efficient and effective way of searching for Chametz. Turning off a light and using a ca- candle, you're able to see, you know, all kinds of nooks and crannies. But nowadays, it could be that a flashlight is better. So, you know, is using a candle simply the most effective way and if there's a more effective way, we should use a more effective way. I'm not saying a flashlight is or isn't more effective, but assuming that there would be a more effective way than a candle, uh, that might be preferable. Or, since at that time it was effective, Chazal Metakin, and they quote Sukkim to use Oraner, Chazal Metakin, that Oraner is the way in which the Medika should be done. So if we say that Oraner is part of the myth of Medika, even though some other ways might be more, more efficient or equally efficient, uh, then if we, if one does B'dika before 30 days, I'm sorry, before Erev Pesach, uh, if you're Mekai the Mitzvah, you should do Lord on air. If, however, you're not being Mekai the Mitzvah, it's just cleaning, then it would be perfectly sufficient to use some other light source, which is, you know, equally or, or even more efficient. Uh, the, you know, this question of <coughs> what the status of B'dika before uh, or the Abbasar um, is also dependent on how we understand the Gemara and Avdalid. Amrav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, you know, why were they Metakein, Bedikas Chavis, or the Abbasar? Amrav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Bishashim, Ne Adam, Betsim, Batayim, Vaor Haner, Yafel Abdika. You know, they wanted it, at, first of all, when people are home, because if you wait, let's say, later on, you know, in the day when people are running around preparing for Pesach, you might forget to do Bedika. So, you want, you know, when people, you know, you know that people are home and they'll be able to do the Bedika, that's when you make the Takana. When people are out at work or they're running around doing things and they're cooking and all kinds of other things, that's not when you're talking Bedika. You're talking Bedika when people, you know, are home. 
and therefore it will get done. And secondly, you want it at night because or haner yafelibdika and shagavatir on rayhani. A candle is very very ineffective, you know, in daylight. So we want it to be at night, and we want it to be when people are home. We shouldn't discuss, you know, whether based on these reasons, what happens if one wants to do it beforehand. The Balmor, for instance, apparently understands that the main reason over here is mishashem neadam mitzum bateim, and therefore uh, we said it to be done at night. But if one would want to do it earlier, you know, you shouldn't delay it till you dial it in the day because people are running around. But if one would want to do it earlier, that's fine. The only problem is that we might miss the time of the medika. But if you want to do it earlier, that would be perfectly fine. So according to the Balmor, you can do it the thirteenth in the day because he sees the main reason as being the one of Bishasha and the other Mitzvim Bateim. And therefore, you can do it in the day, as long as you do it the day, the day before. Most Rishon say, no, uh, the, the reason of Arhaner Yafla is either the main reason or it's also an important reason. And therefore, it has to be done at night. But if you want to do it 13th at night, you know, that would be, be okay. You can do it 13th at night. As long as you're doing it at night, because Arhaner Yafla There are some Rishon that say, you, you need both reasons. So, you know, you need, you know, you, you, have, you have to ensure that Bnei Adam Tzum as well as 13th at night, as, as well as well as at night, right? So again, if you do 13th at night, you've, you've solved both problems, you won't forget, and it's also at night. Some say if you have an Adam Batel, somebody who doesn't work, he doesn't have a job, he's unemployed, he doesn't need to work, you don't have a problem of Bnei Adam Tzum but nevertheless it has to be done sometime at night. On the other hand, there's a, uh, so according to all these opinions, Orla Basar is Lavdafka. Orla Basar is the time that they were talking in a universal sense in order to solve these problems. But if you have other solutions to these problems, or you do it earlier and you do it at night, that would be fine. The 13th at night, the 12th at night, that's fine. However, there's a Ra'avan who says that even if you do Bidika the 13th at night, you have to do Bidika again on your Dalit. And he quotes a Yushalmi. Yushalmi says, that what happens, you have to do Vedika on the streets of Yerushalayim, because the streets of Yerushalayim were constantly clean for chametz. because what kind of chametz did people eat in the streets? People that brought a carbon toda. They were able to eat, you know, the, it's Kachim Kalm, they were able to eat the carbon toda, which has lechem, they were able to eat it all, you know, in, in Yerushalayim. So if you would, you know, if after the period of Achila, you leave it, it becomes nosa, you have to burn it. So they would check through the streets and make sure that there would be no pieces of bread lying around. And if they would find it, they would burn it every day. The same is true regarding Rukike Nazir, a carbon that a Nazir brings. He also brings with, 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 with pieces of bread. So, you know, after the period of the Zmarach Kila of the carbon Nazir, the Rukike Nazir become, become Nosar. So you, you would have to burn it. So they would sweep the streets of Yishtayim every day. And nevertheless, they would, you know, do Badika on, uh, on Orla Basa. So the Ravan proves from over here, over here that even though you search the streets the day before, your Gimel, your Bet, your Aleph, nevertheless you have to do it again on Arla Abasa. Okay, there are many people that are doch in this Raya, but you know, I'm not going to get into the Dekhi of the Raya. Nevertheless, that's the Shita of the Ravan. So according to the Ravan, the reason they were attacking Arla Abasa might be because... B'nei Adam Etsuyim, or Aner Yafeh, but nevertheless, once they made that, that takana, that is the man, this man of the mitzvah. If you do B'dika the day before, you want Makar in the mitzvah, you're still Mokhim to B'dika on that night. Okay? So unless you're not, you're not home, 
you know, you would have to do Vedika that night. But again, what we see are these two different opinions. One, that the Mitzvah Vedika is only Arla Abbasar. And when you do Vedika beforehand, it's simply cleaning and creating a situation whereby there is no Chametz in your house. Or, as long as I'm within the 30-day period, I can make the Mitzvah of Vedika even before Orla Abbasar. Okay, there's a there's one other thing that we have to add, and that is that the connection to Erev Pesach might not simply be that that's you know how Chazal will attack in the Mitzvah, but, but there might be some inherent reason why the Mitzvah Bedika should be on Arla Abbasar specifically. And that has to do with the mitzvah of Tashpisu in general. You know, there's a question whether Tashpisu is only to ensure that you have no chametz, but it's not a mitzvah, you know, that you can fulfill or be makayim in the positive sense. You just don't have chametz. You know, make sure that there is no chametz, but it's not a kiyum mitzvah. Or do we say that the mitzvah of Tashpisu is a kiyum mitzvah? You're supposed to actually be makayim mitzvah. There was, there are some people that, you know, made sure that they had chametz and ought to be makayim the mitzvah of Tashpisu. I mean, the sheet that brought down the Mordechai, that somebody actually left, you know, a piece of chametz even after the Zman, that's already Asim Hanam Jabanan, in order to be kind of Mitzvah Tashpisu, to, to, to be able to burn it, because if we burn it beforehand, before Chatzos, you wouldn't be kind of Tashpisu. So, there's a kiyum of the Mitzvah Tashpisu, to burn chametz, to find chametz and to burn it, not just to, be, to make sure that you don't have chametz. Okay. So, you know, when we do Bidika, we make a bracha al biur chametz. Right? We don't make a bracha al bidika's chametz, al biur chametz. Because we look at the Bidika as the beginning of the process of biur. So it would make sense that the biur, the bidika has to be connected to the biur. I have to see it as one process. And if it's not, you know, if it's too early, I might see it as not being connected to the biur. If I would do it, you know, three days, four days, a month beforehand. The problem is not only that, you know, the problem is that it's unconnected. It's not seen. You're clean. Okay, you clean the house. Okay, you, you, you search the chametz, fine. But was this part of the process of biur chametz, of burning the chametz? For that, it might have to be on Yudal, because Yudal is the day. Yudal al-Chatzos. Ach, b'yom yishon tashpisu so'omit batechem. Ach, b'yom yishon, the Chazal understand that this is the day before, this is Erev Pesach, the day before Pesach. Tashpisu so'omit batechem on Chatzos on that day. Ach, balachalik. Ach, b'yom yishon on Chatzos at noon. Yerchayev, excuse me. to do beer chametz tashpisu so'omit batechem. So, uh, so at the beginning of that day, when I do Badika, it connects and relates to the beer that will be done the following day at noon, or a little bit before noon. But if I do it on your Gimel, if I do it on your Beis, so okay, I do Badika Chametz, but it doesn't connect and it's not part of the process of beer Chametz. And over here we get into, you know, another idea that has to do with the question of Erev Pesach in general. Erev Pesach is not only the day that you're Chayiv in Tashpisu, to, to destroy the Chametz. It's also the day that they brought the Korban Pesach. That's when they would bring the Korban Pesach. According to, you know, the Yushalmi, uh, it's also to do Malacha on Erev Pesach from Chatzos because it's, consi- because it's called in the Torah Chag Pesach. 
You know, it's a, it, it's a, you know, it, there's Chag HaMatzos, which is for seven days, and there's Chag HaPesach, which begins at Chatzos on Erev Pesach, and goes perhaps till Chatzos at night, or till the morning at night. That's the time that's Chag HaPesach, when you eat the Korban Pesach, when you sacrifice the Korban Pesach, and you eat the Korban Pesach. In other words, Erev Pesach has an independent status. It's a, it's a, it's a day which is Miyuad, which is, which, which is sanctified, for preparation for Lela Seder and preparing for the and preparing for, for for Pesach, so it's the it's the time in which we get rid of the the chametz. We don't wait till it becomes Aser on Pesach itself. Ach on at noon on erev Pesach. That's when you have to destroy the chametz, because we prepare for Pesach on erev Pesach. We're marking the Koran Pesach on erev Pesach. There's an Isra Malacha in order to make sure, according to some people, that we do all the preparations for Pesach. There's an Isra to do Malacha. Malacha doesn't mean uh, Isra Malacha of Shabbos. It means Isra Malacha, you're not allowed to go to work. Right? It's like a Cholomoyed Isra Malacha. In other words, that you should be able to concentrate on those things that you have to do to prepare for Lela Seder or to prepare for, you know, for the Karim Pesach. And therefore, we have to clear out that time. You can't go to work on Erev Pesach. The minag is even maybe from the entire day, but certainly from Chatzal Salad. Malacha is Asr. Malacha that takes your mind off preparations for the Korban Pesach. And therefore, Erev Pesach is a day whose whole essence is one of preparing for Pesach, or for, for what we call Chaga, what we call Pesach, or Chaga Matzos, more accurately. However, your Gimel, your days, you know, those are days that are, you know, that precede Pesach. But it's not Erev Pesach itself. So the question is, to what extent can I view the Bedika as being part of the process of preparation for Pesach that might be limited to Orla Ba'asa? And the interesting expression of this idea, uh, brought down in the Hilted Rashbi, it's brought down in the Shami as well. Um, the, um, I'll begin with the Ravid. The Ravid asks, why do we use the strange term Orla Abasa? Why not say Leil Abasa, Erev, Erev Pesach, Erev Pesach Balayla? Why Orla Abasa? There's a whole discussion what Or means, because it's such a strange word. You're referring to evening, and you, and you use the term Or, which is, which is light. So the writer explains that the term Orla Abasa here is used because there's a special halach over here that the B'dik has to be done immediately. When 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 night falls, Tasagus arrived in that Aleph in the Rif. He says, "Of Latam Habarur." Well, I'll be a little bit further. Of Latam Habarur, Shekola Mekomos Shu Tzarech Lahaktim Lahas Mitchilas Halayla Kegom B'Dikas Chametz. You use the term "or." You know, the, the use of this the special word, this phrase "or Labasar." Was used because you have to do the bdika immediately right away, and this I, this idea might be the source of this idea might be Mechilta Drashbi that says Ushmatem Asayom Hazesh Yu Hayom Vaalayla Mishumarin. You have to protect this day Erev Pesach that should protect you from chametz. It should you shouldn't have chametz around the house. You should make sure that the day is a day in which all the chametz that you have is in bags, is, is, is under control, it's under lock and, lock and key. You know where it is. You want to take it out and eat it before the Zman Isra, you can. But you know where it all is. It's Mishumar. Yom Valada is Mishumarim. 
And therefore, since the entire day has, is a day whose essence is preparation, and the day has to be protected, and, and, and there be no chametz running around, so you have to stop the Badika immediately, or la basar. As the nightfall arrives, you can't delay it, because the Laila of the Yom have to be Mishumarim. So the special status of Ere Pesach as a day that's, you know, that, 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 whose essence is preparation for Pesach, is a day in which the Bedika of Chametz on that day you know, has a special significance. It's not just cleaning for Pesach, it's not Pesach cleaning, but it's Bedika's Chametz as part of the process of Biur. And maybe for this reason, the Ravan and the Ravya, <coughs> the, the, the Ravan yeah, and the Ravya and Sefer Mechtam, all these shitas hold that the Mitzah of Bedika is only when it's done Orla Abbasar, and Shoshim Yom Kon Rachag is simply a question of whether you're anus or not anus, but the the mitzvah of bedikas chametz can only be mukuyam at the point that the chiyu bedikas chal, which is all abasar, and not before.